Welcome to the Kiwi Music Podcast, proudly presented by the 13th Floor and Podcast New Zealand. I'm Marty Duda, and today I talk to two Kiwi jazz legends, Nathan Haynes and his father, Kevin Haynes. This dynamic duo is set to perform their new show, Songs With My Father, as part of the Elemental Nights series on October 18th. Nathan's voice is still a little raspy after his recent bout with throat cancer, but as you'll hear, both father and son are itching to play together. So, w- where did the idea for this show come from? Well, my, my agent said, oh, I've got some slots and come up with a new concept. <laughs> so, I offered him some stuff I was already doing and he said, no, the Live Nation don't want to go for that, they want something new. And I said, well, actually, I've been recording with my dad um, and we basically, I, I was working with a guy from the UK, a um, wonderful guitarist, and he sent me a version of God Bless the Child for me to play on, and we've been talking about it. And, um, and then I got Dad in to record it, and I thought, and Dad did such an gr- amazing job of it. And it had been in the back of my mind for years that we should finally record some stuff together. Is this the first time you have? No. No. No, okay. no Dad has <laughs> played on... He plays on. He plays the track on Squire for Hire, my, oh, my okay. record, and it's the Radio New Zealand use it every day. Oh, on what program is it? Oh, it's the afternoon. Uh, no, it's the evening program. Evening. Yeah. Oh, right. With the, yeah. Um, so it's that's the theme music they've been using for for about coming up to twenty years. I hope you're getting paid. Well, royalties, <laughs> modest royalties. Um, I was going to say you're, you got to be flying high with that, huh? <laughs> I wish. And then in 2015. Um, Sorry, uh, 2005, we did an album with the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra. And so that was the first time we'd really done an actual album together. together. Um, so this, for, from my point of view, this show was about really, I guess, taking the opportunity to do the show and work on the songs that we've already started. But then I came up with the idea of, why don't we sort of look back at our relationship in music and go back and have a look at why and how I started playing music mm-hmm. and present that as a show and Dad can tell some witty asides. Oh, there's going to be witty asides? <laughs> witty yeah. asides. Have you been writing them down or are you going to make them up as you go along? I'll make them up. <laughs> uh, pithy, the you know, pithy quotes, all the rest. Uh, but Dad's got a lot of tales which, which I grew up listening right. about. And then, of course, I joined him at the London Bar, which is where myself and Kevin Field... Ah, yes. And Kevin's going to be here yeah. on these shows too, right? Yeah. So I, personally, I, that is where I really learned how to become a musician, was playing at the London Bar mm-hmm. on the stage with Tommy Adderley and Dad, Murray McNabb, um, lots of other people, um, Tony Hopkins, Frank Conway. Um, most of those guys have, are not with us anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. um, so, was it, so it wasn't a given from day one that you were going to be a musician? Well, there's well. a picture that I've got of the, <laughs> of the two of them sitting on the floor. Right. Yeah. And Joel, I think Nathan's brother would have been, would he been two, probably. He's got a, a ukulele and Nathan's got a recorder. And that's how they ended mm. up basically playing those instruments. Uh-huh. Mm. So cool. there was so something, was fa- there was something going on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's, in a nutshell, that's the general um, idea. And we've been... The last few weeks we've been sort of talking about the songs that we've played together um, and you know I said to dad who are some of your favorite musicians mm-hmm. and what are some of your favorite songs so maybe you want to 
Tell me about that. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, well, it was basically, um, we, we did a, a television program some yes, years ago called did. Jazz Scene, S-W-E-N, <laughs> it was, used to be on. And uh, they offered us an hour-long program, and these guys were, Joel was 13. 13, I was 15. You were 15. I mean, they were so young, and yet we did this hour-long program. N- really, literally, no problem at all. We brought in a couple of guests, Phil Broadhurst and uh, Martin, uh, Martin Winch at the time. Both of them along with us. Uh, yeah. But the interesting thing is, is it worked perfectly, and a lot of the tunes that were on there were the tunes that we used to do as a, as a quartet um, while, while I was sort of in the the gestation period. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, so we're going to do a couple of those. Great. Which is great because that'll be a real blast. First time going back to really. Puzzle memory though, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, to be honest, I'll have to probably relearn them. But yeah, you know. yeah, well, probably true, yeah. I mean, they were tunes from very early times. Right, They're right. dead shows, you know. Yeah. Hmm. And what are some of the tunes? Are uh, this one, actually, we've just had a, I'm talking about death, we've just had another, uh, Gary Peacock, a very, very famous American bass player, has yep. just died. Right. And uh, we were doing a tune of his called Vignette. He used to play with Keith Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bill Evans, we're, with, uh, we're doing a tune of Scott Lafaro's, who was his bass player at the time. And um, we're doing that, Glorious Step. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think. Uh, um, uh, we're just sort of throwing things in there. That we're doing some from that album I um, did with the NZSO. Yeah. Which is called Lifetime. Right. Um, that was, yeah, that was an amazing experience doing that album. Um, it was. And Alan Broadbent did the arrangements, most of the arrangements. Um, there's some of Joel's on, or some of Joel's. Um, Maybe doing one of Kevin's too. One of Kevin's. Some, you know, two songs I wrote as well that Alan arranged. Um, yeah. And you're doing some off your album with the um, Lady Liwa. Yes, one of mine's from Familiar Skies, which I wrote for Mum. Oh yeah. Um, and then we're doing a Pat Metheny tune. Oh great. Because um, Dad was a big Pat Metheny fan. Right. And along with millions of others in the 80s. <laughs> yes, and well, so he was very popular. That's true. Well, and you that's know, not common for the jazz. <laughs> no, well, he was, you know, I went to see him. At, did you go to that concert? No, I missed it. I saw Graham there, actually. I'm sure we, he would have been there. We yeah. were both leaving, actually, after two, over two hours. Oh. And I said, oh, it's too long. And he went, I know, it's just, uh, not even I can take that much. <laughs> we only went on for over three hours. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So, yeah, we, I really got into Pat Metheny because although Dad was you know had the traditional jazz he also had stuff like stevie wonder mm-hmm. sly um gino vanelli um <laughs> you know sort of crossover artists like pat Metheny. yep um and of course you know it was the i was into very much into synth, early synthesizers right and dad bought a, a Roland juno 60. right no it was a six <coughs> sorry a six excuse me yeah, a, a juno six and so i you know my started my lifelong fascination and love with analog synthesizers right um so you know those Metheny records were very 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 influential and you know i can still hear a lot of Metheny in my brother's playing mm-hmm. even though my brother's more into rock right he's still there's still a lot of Metheny in there mm-hmm. so we had to include some Metheny didn't we? oh yeah yeah and how did you feel about synthesizers oh not a problem i mean when i first started playing actually i played just down the road from here right i can actually see the building <laughs> the, the church down yeah, there. yeah 
When oh, I was yeah. when I was sixteen, I used to travel on a bus. Would you believe with my base oh my from Pukekohe? <laughs> Did it charge you double for the bus? No, they the didn't. The Not in those days. It was just a sort of <laughs> how you mean, get a slow bus thing, you know. And I used to play two nights a week down there with a big band for people dancing. Right. But the interesting thing out of that came all of this this other stuff of being able to uh, listen to varying kinds of jazz, but also pop music of the day. So that's why I started playing bass guitar at that stage as well, you know. Mm -hmm. But that went out the chute pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, Dad actually had a revolver. Oh. And so I've always loved that album. And then, oh, yeah. funnily enough, when my son was born, and then when he was about two, um, I started playing the Beatles and he really loved it. So I've bought all, well, not the, not the two early ones, but, um, you know, I've got all original mono pressings. And every Saturday, we actually play Lego and put some Beatles on. And he knows so many of the songs. It's amazing. Children's reaction to the Beatles. Oh, yeah. I have two daughters. My older daughter, when she was four years old, she could tell which Beatle was singing which song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Zoot's the same. <laughs> I couldn't believe Zoot it. Zoot is the I same, a, man. I got a wonderful Zoot story about, because that's his name, yeah. Nathan's son. He's, he's really cool. And one night he was at our house and there was a blackbird outside singing. And I said, gee, listen to the blackbird. And Zoot said, blackbird singing in the dead. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there wasn't just jazz. There was, um, yeah. It was, it was sort of a, a, I mean, we are going to be doing a, a um, we're doing Stevie, Stevie Wonder to you. Oh, great. Yeah. Which one? Golden Lady. Yeah. It'll be different. Yes. But the we'll be good. Well, that's what makes it special. <laughs> well, funnily yeah. enough, when, um, I, you know, both Dad and I have taught at the Auckland Uni on the jazz course. Dad a lot more than me, but a few years ago, um, one of the students suggested Golden Lady, but the Kurt Elling version that I didn't even knew about. Mm. And so I started right. I started playing it. And um, yeah. That would be wonderful great, to do. Another great mm. artist. So, you got, so the rest of the band is, tell everybody who's who's playing in this. Um, Steve Thomas. Yep. Drummer. He's a drummer, yep. relatively young guy. Um, Joel is doing sort of half the show. Um, Dad's good friend. My old friend Dixon Nacy. Oh yes, Dixon. Yeah. So Dad's got a band with Dixon. Mm. Dixon's been busy, man. He's been doing all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah he does. So Dixon's yeah. going to play the Pat Metheny song with us. Yep, yep, that's right. And probably the God bless the child. And God bless the child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That'll be nice. And then also a percussionist. I think I'm going to bring in for a couple of numbers as well. Mm. Uh, is Kevin Field playing? Yes. Yeah, oh, yes. And yes. Kevin. Yeah. Can't forget him. We, we go back a long <laughs> yes. way, Kevin. My goodness. The three of us, really, at the London. Yeah, Bar. yeah. You know, that's right. And then you know, I've done. Kevin's been on many of my records. Yeah. Several of them, um, and he's he's a doctor now. <laughs> okay. Doctor Jazz. Very good. I'm not going to say anything. He <laughs> <laughs> can raise his rate now, right? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, he's formidable. Um, Oh, he is a new musician. Yes, he is. He's invented his own language, melodic language, you know, uh -huh. which is what his thesis was all about. Yeah. Um, it's he's an amazing guy. Yeah. So, have you guys, what what does it take for you guys to prepare to do a show like this? Um, emails and then rehearsals, <laughs> and so we started yes. first rehearsal on Thursday. Oh. To be honest, we, I think we're such a part of each other's DNA that it just happens anyway. Right. However, for this concert, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that it's we're going to do some different stuff and it's not just, you know, like, mm. 
we do sometimes we do friends weddings or corporate things and we can just turn up and play but yeah i want this concert to be to be something special i think you know something, something different exactly. yeah you know. and that's where we need the rehearsals to be yes. able to make sure that it's all happening the way that it should yeah. happen but, but I would imagine, and I'm, just, I'm not a musician, so I don't know what I'm talking about, but you have to be fine, find the fine line between rehearsing enough to know what you're going to do and over-rehearsing so you don't come across as being too... Well, I tell you what, Prince made a wonderful statement about that, and I heard this years ago, and I thought, boy, how accurate this is. Apparently there was a bass player, and he, um, he was fiddling around with his bass and uh, came into the session, and then he said, uh, said to Prince, uh, when do we practice? And, pr and Prince said, we don't practice, we rehearse. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Because that's what we're doing. We don't practice because we've got that sorted. But yep, we yep. rehearse. Yeah. So we'll have our teams I mean, sorted. Miles was the opposite. He, you know, get everyone together and sort of... Yeah. But you've got to leave room for, you know, for the magic to happen. Sure. But, you know, we do need to... Hmm. There's got to be a, a form and shape right. to the whole thing. Yeah. Not only the music, but even the concert. But the, the whole show itself, how it runs, it's really important to me as well. Hmm. And then the wittier sides that Jay's going to do. Well, Excellent. we'll see about that. No, no, you got to have <laughs> promoted it now. Yeah. People yeah. want their sides. money back if they don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be interesting. But anyhow, I'm full of them. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Fantastic. Well, thank you guys for coming around you, here Marty. on a Friday afternoon. Such a pleasure. It's fantastic just to see anybody these days. We've been locked down for oh, so man. long. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'm so looking forward to playing. It's just, yep. I've done one, I've had one or two gigs since March. Yeah. And um, personally, it's the least amount of playing I've done in, well, since I was a child. Yeah. Well. You know, I've always gigged and um, it's been really hard. So... Yeah, it's going to be great. It is. To, to just play. Yeah, Excellent. just play. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you so much, Marty. Thanks, My Marty. My pleasure. Yep, we'll see you at the show. Great. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Kiwi Music Podcast, proudly presented by the 13th Floor and Podcast New Zealand. If you haven't already, be sure not to miss an episode by subscribing free with Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.